Hey mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasolo. Thank you very much for joining us. Sitting opposite me, the other half of the program, that bloke over there. Carl Chan. G'day, dickhead. How are you going there, buddy? Yeah, good. Big show today. Yeah. Very big episode. Very yeah. exciting episode for us. I hope it goes well, our <laughs> interview that we're about to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to be magically teleported through uh, the special powers of the internet. Uh, today on the show... Uh, Tim and Eric, uh, Tim Heidecker and Eric Wareheim, you'll know them from uh, Tim and Eric. Awesome show, great job from Tom Goes to the Mayor, from their billion dollar movie, from all sorts of stuff. Uh, yeah, we got to go and we got we to We get talk- to, let's correct that. Oh, sorry, I'll get, oh, sorry, tense. sorry, it hasn't happened yet, no, has it? No, we're, we're about to go and talk to them. The limo's waiting out yeah. the front to drive us down there to yeah. pick us up from Podcast City. Yeah, I'm still scribbling my questions on a piece of notepaper. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like your own blood. Uh, we are about to go and interview them at the uh, at the hotel where they are staying. Um, there's a bit of a different one for us. Uh, but it, it, it might be a different one for us. It might be a different one. We yeah. might turn up and the setup might be completely the yeah. same thing. Jeez, I hope they don't cancel on us <laughs> at the last minute. Oh, is that my phone ringing? Oh, <laughs> please don't pull out. In, um, in no way has this already been recorded and we're just doing a top and tail now. Okay, guys? So we're, we're like you. We're like you at home. We're wondering what's going to happen next. How's what's, the how's the interview going to go? What's up, mate? I will be right down. Yeah. Sorry, the oh, driver's just God, rocked up. He's waiting geez. for us. He's beeping uh, the, can you guys hear the horn? Beeping, beeping the horn. <laughs> no, oh, can't hear I really it. thought can't there'd be something <laughs> in here that we could use to beep a horn. Uh, so, <laughs> Is that something? Oh, perfect. Um, so let's go and let's go do that right now. Let's go talk to Tim and Eric. Uh, okay, this is the little Dum Dum Club. Uh, we are sitting here in the. <laughs> you guys weren't briefed on the name, were you? <laughs> you got me. The publicist is coming in and turning <laughs> off the sound machine. Uh, we're sitting here with uh, Tim Heidecker and Eric Wareheim. Guys, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having us. It's exciting. Um, so, you guys are normally. For, uh, for us. Yeah, for yeah, us. Let's Not... clear that up. Well, you're yeah. sitting next to a, a lot of wine, uh, yeah. which, is, which is exciting. For some, my request. Yeah. If you're a wine drinker, I guess. Um, so you guys, like, normally when, uh, when acts tour here, like, you would be kind of flown in the day before a show or the day of a show, so we'd be interviewing you very jet-lagged, but you guys have been here for, like, a, a, a few days now? You've kind of been, uh, hanging out up the top end? I yeah, guess. we, um, we're into, uh, nude scuba and back in the States, and they actually offer some great stuff up in Cairn, so we got in the Great Reef. Yep. Yeah, we, uh, it's just like regular scuba, except we take remove most all of our clothes. Sure. Yeah. And it's just Tim and I in, in, in nature, just feeling things. Is there exploring. any? Are you allowed breathing apparatus? Like, mm-hmm. or does that conflict no, with the yeah. nude thing? It's just, I mean, you know, scuba, right? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, but just nothing. Yeah. You know, wide, wide open. That's not truly scuba if you yeah if you're wearing something though is that a is that an issue in the nude scuba community? Well, I was down here representing a doctor in the United States who's developed this new procedure where I don't need to have the the air. I can go underwater for as long as I want. Right. So it's just a nude, yeah. a nude guy in water. Yeah. So yeah. I was down there for hours right. just swimming underwater without any air. Yeah. Eric's <laughs> thinking to himself. I wish I was like him because yeah. I got picked to be part of this experimental study. Well, at first I was like, Tim, are you sure you want to try this? This is my first time in Australia. I want to just be nude with you in, in the reef. And yep. Tim's like, trust me, I've been working with this doctor. I got all this these implants going. And, and once we got in the water, I was jealous that he had no apparatus. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a fish. fish. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, the only time. side effect is that I scream myself to sleep <laughs> in pain because so much water gets into my yeah. lungs that it's tr- yeah. you know it really rips the, the inside of your lungs out. And you swallow a lot of je- jellyfish, obviously, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's gonna be. It's they say this. The long term side effects are very very dangerous and. It shortens your lifespan by like 25, 30 years. <laughs> the big problem is we share a room. We tour, we share a room, and I'm woken up to these blood curdling screams. Yeah. Maybe like yeah. well, there's screams. Yeah. There's screams of pain. You don't understand the pain I'm going through because right. my lungs are trying to expel the salt yeah. in the salt water. It's just what very... I was saying is last night when I'm like, why can't I just get my own room? You said absolutely not. This is <laughs> in the contract. Uh, you uh-huh. know, yeah. our booking agent booked this because we have a good relationship and we work better and I said I'm up all fucking night with these screams like just well, let me that's I, I have to apologize but you know I called my I called the doctor back in the states and got no answer I got no like usually you have a machine or like a voicemail and there was nothing it was like it just kept ringing and ringing so I don't even know if he's still around <laughs> what's that's the setup in this room is it is it uh, separate beds or is it bunk bed style or no I mean, it's a king bed yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. so you share one bed for the two of you. Yeah, and there's we we get there's extra pillows that we put in between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. go top and tail because if you like tail and tail, it's much louder when you're screaming at each yeah. other. That's yeah. not a top bad and idea. tail. That's yeah. a thing. Well, what I said to Tim last night, like maybe four four in the morning, I've been up the whole night. Is is it worth it? We only go scuba diving a couple times a year. Is it <laughs> worth it? these screams every fucking night? You know that's. Yeah, I mean, I would. That's a question I want to ask my doctor, and who I've not been able to get on the phone. Why he's not re- responding to right. you? I mean, this is an emergency. It kind of seems like it's a bit late for questions at this point. I don't I know suppose. how you can go back <laughs> from here. Well, well, we had a, a publicist for the hotel. We're, we're clang. We're spoiler alert. We're in a hotel at the moment, and uh, we had a publicist come in to uh, to say, "Oh, look, who who are Tim and Eric? Are they they're, mm. they're comedy people, right? Do they what's their show? Do they go on adventures together?" And I think that question's been been cleared up by, by the story yeah. Yeah. we just heard Dan. You know, it's funny. When I first met with Dr. Richards, I didn't notice it, but now I'm thinking back. The doctor was in quotes, so it was like, Dr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dr. Okay. Mark Richards. Yeah, and that's generally a bit of a giveaway. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like if you were in a good friendship, long-term friendship like Tim and I was, and I took the time, I booked mm-hmm. the tour, I got us a cool hotel, at least give me the respect to not have the screams. Yeah. And the per- yeah. But there's nothing Certainly. sadder than screaming alone, though, so I, I can see the other side of that. I can't tell you the pain. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so maybe tonight I'll put a rag in my mouth or something yeah, to keep the screens like down. like a muzzle or something. But, yeah. he, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the screens are, are here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I'm going to be posting most of the – I did a lot of underwater photography of Tim. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be posting up online later tonight. And great. It's, it is a graceful, yeah. beautiful thing uh, to see uh, him uh, like, I'm talking 30 meters underwater with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, I mean. creating some new screams of your own. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you guys, I watched a clip of you guys on uh, Conan after the Sundance Festival where you think you were talking about doing nude, you're trying to do nude skiing up there. Yeah, we don't Is have too a... many ideas. Or <laughs> <laughs> many clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any other sports you're into doing nude or is it just exclusively scuba and skiing? What, uh, is, what is it about clothes that hold you guys back from <laughs> exercise? <laughs> we like to think of uh, nudity in non-sexual way, you know, like, you know, like maybe playing uh, Australian rules football in the nude would be a little. Yeah, yeah. You know, could get a little, could a little well, I mean, saucy down there. We're generally uh, we're regarded as Australia's number one nude podcast, and yeah. I mean the only reason we're yeah. wearing clothes today is because we thought you guys wouldn't be cool with that. But yeah. if only we'd known, yeah, we'd man. be a lot more in our comfort zone. Last yeah. night I was at a bar and, and there were a bunch of bogans hanging out with some. Oh, bogans! You've learned yeah. the vernacular. Yeah. <laughs> some they're hawks, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hawthorne Football Club. 
And I was like, why don't you guys just go nude and do this? And it's body, body gets bodies, and I got the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> <laughs> bad, but I'm still happy to be here. And Is that a thing where you land in Melbourne and go, quick, what do you call rednecks here? Like, what's, tell me all the words to say. Yeah, we get a little, we get um, uh, schooled, you know, we go to language school yeah. you know, as soon as we get here at the airport. Yeah. Like, we get our currency changed. We also get the, the buzzwords. Yeah. Mm, you get your Budweiser's changed over into VB. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we say that VB gets you VD. Oh, that's oh, sweet. Very good. Yeah. You know, we that's should our, use that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, when, you, when you guys think up, you know, uh, when you're working on the show and stuff, I'm, I'm fascinated by like the, the, the writing process and stuff like that, where... Uh, because, you know, you've got such weird stuff within the show, is there a bit where you... It, it, like in stand-up comedy, which we're, we're sort of coming from, you have like hack premises and whatever. You go, oh, airline food, oh, that's hack or whatever. When you guys, are you ever getting to a stage where it's like, oh, this is a bit where we, obviously your head turns into fairy floss and a dog eats it or whatever, and it's like, oh, <laughs> you, boo, God, that's so season two or whatever. Like in terms of the, the process, what's, what, what gets yeses and what gets noes? Yeah, there are certain rules, I guess, that exist in our world that we try to use and then also not abuse. Right. So, uh, yeah, we feel like there's certain things that we're like, oh, we've done that before and yeah. we don't want to kill ourselves with that idea. And then yeah. there's some things that are fun to keep building on. Is there a list? What, what would be on the, on the not to do anymore list on the, on the Tim and Eric whiteboard? Probably diarrhea. <laughs> We've covered every angle of that. Right. Every season we try to outdo ourselves with yeah. di- poop tube, diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea beaties. Um, Crust diarrhea off the bucket list. Yeah. There is, yeah. There is no fresh it. diarrhea joke. Yeah. Right. Although I say the word diarrhea and you both laugh. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. It <laughs> continues to bring gifts. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, we yeah. don't have that down here yet. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're a little bit behind. Yeah. It's all solid loafs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and again, uh, uh, with the show, um, what I love, I guess, and what, what is such a strength of your show is just how it's full of stuff that shouldn't be on TV or hasn't yeah. traditionally been on TV. Is there, it's a similar sort of question, is there bits where you have to sort of go cut, you know, we're going to take that again because that seems like TV. That's, that's, you've done that well. We can't use that. Like, yeah. you've looked I mean, into the camera. That's, I don't know if that's a fully conscious thing. I think there's, right. there's a tone that Tim and I just gravitate towards which yeah. is like in our universe and we use actors that are not you know, super trained yeah. Hollywood actors so that yeah. gives this impression like a lot of them have never been behind a camera and that's what we love yeah. you know? and a lot of the times it is the first take where they get very minimal direction maybe yeah. Tim and I are not even in the room <laughs> you know, like, and that's when you get these just interesting moments that we think are just funny Yeah, and interesting. It, is it like um, I imagine some actors getting a part on your show and going, great, I've got work, and then, and then they've sort of had that moment of going, oh, they only use people that aren't very good. <laughs> no. No wonder we're not getting any work anywhere else. Yeah. We're actually not good. Well, in Hollywood, everyone, everyone is an actor and wants to be on TV. And you know, all these, all these are regulars on our show are the happiest they've ever been. You know, yeah, they're yeah. superstars. They have like 5,000 Facebook friends now. Yeah. You know, so they, they don't mind it. It's really just a goal to get on TV and just be a part of it. And, and do they know how to deal with that? Like some of these people, you think, oh, are they equipped for stardom? Are they? How, how do they? How do they deal with your fans? Like because you've got such loyal sort of cultish fans, is it? Is it all been good for them, or is it, is it sort of a bit too weird? I mean, it's. I think it's good. We we on one tour we took David Liebehart and James Squall and this uh, 
Palmer Scott, who's the sit on you guy, yep. and Ron Oster, who's the do da doo doo guy on the road. <laughs> when those guys come out, they get huge roars from the fans. Yeah, you know, it's the, it's the best night of their lives. Yeah, so I think they're they're pretty into it. And with your other like, um, you know, guess uh, people like you know Ted Danson or people like that. People, like mm-hmm. you've got plenty of stand up comedians and people yeah. from that world that you can see can fit yeah. into that. But with people like Ted Danson, I. I'm fascinated by the idea of like how this how your show uh, exists now. Like this is the only point in history your show could sort of exist. I guess <laughs> I, I imagine it happening in the '50s or the '60s, and you somehow grabbing in people like um, uh, I don't know, uh, like Danny Kay or Abbott right. Costello or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somehow working in the stars of the '50s into your show. I, I don't know. Do, do you think that would? <laughs> do you think who would you pick in the '50s or '60s that would be a part of your show? Well, we pick whoever we can get. (laughs) So whoever's available, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, these are most of the everybody that's on our show is either somebody that we find personally that we think is funny and uh, uh, or has a yeah has some sort of uh, you know zeitgeisty kind of uh, you know TV dads like Ted Danson or or people like Alan Thicke that that just kind of come from a completely different sphere of entertainment. Yeah. A lot of time we go to our producers and say, we want a guy like Robert Loggia to do this part. And our producers will like work their asses off and get, they're like, well, we got Robert Loggia to yeah, do yeah. this thing. You know? <laughs> it's surprising that, that how many people you get, just ask. And yeah, so that's a great get. Is there anyone, is there anyone you've, you've, any disappointments, anyone you've nearly got that you've just missed out on? Um... Already Channing, bad. Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get him for, for years. Continuing says, the nude yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not into it. Oh. Um, you guys have a, there's like a list of, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, I guess, celebrities and stuff that are very uh, into your stuff. Like, what's the, what's what's kind of the weirdest, um, I guess, person that's really into you that, you know, that you've found out about that's come back to you? Uh, Obama, President Obama. <laughs> like, he watches it every day. He said, he says he's like, I can't even get any work done. I'm obsessed. I'm like, please, please, yeah. just put it away for a while. Yeah. We'll, you know, there'll be time for that later. So <laughs> if he loses the election, it's your guy's fault? I suppose, yeah. Not doing enough work? he said, I can't concentrate. All I think about is poop tube. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to any of our YouTube clips and you see any comments from it's Obama from Mama, yeah. that's, his, that's his channel. And he's, he's like, yeah. oh, you know, goddamn. Like, <laughs> like, then he gets really specific, though, because there's some stuff he doesn't like, and he starts like going yeah. into like what sketches he doesn't like. Well, what does he like? like? I don't know. There's like the weird ones. Like he didn't like the MIDI organizer, and I was like, well, come on, that's like it's you should like yeah. it. It's like you know, he thought it was too broad, and we're like, <laughs> MIDI is actually yeah. pretty small. He was like, there's not. a tonal shift in the show from seasons two to three, and yeah. I think once he stopped using Richard Dunn. You know, in a sort of, uh, in certain ways, you know, he got really, he like, really knows the show back and forth. Oh, he's one of these guys that turns up to the show dressed up, is he? Yeah. Oh. And he loves Tom Goes to the Mayor, and, yeah. the, you know, he's like, Tom Goes to the Mayor was the best thing you've ever done. I love Awesome Show, but yeah. nothing is, you know, I'm like, could you please just focus on, you know, the world and, yeah. and the country? And, oh, it's yeah. such a, a burden to have on your shoulders. Well, it when you really, see the comments yeah. and you see, like, one hour, then, like, you know, one day, he'll comment repeatedly just to make sure that yeah. we'll yeah. see it and everyone else sees and it. Yeah. we got this call that said he wants us to get receive the Medal of Freedom, which yeah. is, like, <laughs> it's only given to, like, certain really distinguished heroes, and we're like, with all due respect, this would be horribly yeah. offensive to people that deserve it. And he's like, I want, because I just want to meet you. I said, well, we could have a private meeting. Yeah. 
you know, but it's get weird. Some, get some wine and, yeah. and yeah, we'll be there. He keeps on trying yeah. to give us states. We just have yeah. all this pressure that if, if he does give us these awards, which are very nice, but yeah. it's just going to screw with the balance of what's going on, which is very fragile in yeah. the world right now. Yeah. It must I mean, he wanted to give us Wyoming. It's like a really? one of our big, big states. I'm like, I don't think you can have even have that power to do that. <laughs> and the people of Wyoming would be upset because they would look up you know, Tim and Eric, new governors of Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Poop and nude, and nude yeah. governors of Wyoming <laughs> yeah. as well. So yeah. We don't want to get lynched. Yeah, what would you do with Wyoming? Like, I mean, obviously you've probably thought about that, well, given that it's been off. calling right now. Yeah. <laughs> just deny that. What, what, if you, what, if you got, what if you got him under on your phone? Is it just Barack or is it... Be Obama. Be Obama, yeah. oh, okay. Is there, any, is there more Obamas on your phone? Yeah, I have a, a Jack Obama. Jack Obama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just have B Mama. Yeah. In case my phone gets stolen. Yeah. You know, I don't want anyone to have his. This is private cell. Yeah. You never change the number. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talk on the show a bit. We're a bit obsessed with uh, like sitcoms in the '80s when they would uh, they do like a Down Under episode. Like there'd be the Facts of Life. Oh down yeah, under. yeah. Based on your time here now, if if there was to be a Tim and Eric goes Down Under, what uh, what would it consist of? I mean, obviously there'd be a lot of nudity. Um, yeah. Would there be? Uh, I would say it was some, something to do with some wallaby love. Mm-hmm. We yeah. um, we got to pet and feed some wallabies up north. Oh yeah! And I just felt a very a connection with them, and I took a photo of me and the wallaby, and I've been looking at it a lot. Yeah. So, I think yeah, I think Eric, I think Eric's right. I think uh, the show wouldn't be quite it wouldn't be funny. It would just be warm and and lovely, and just sort of about because um, we feel really positive and good here. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of awful terribleness here yeah. so when you when you don't have that we have a lot of that in the states yeah so when you don't have that there's nothing really to be to, to make fun of so yeah. i think it would just be us sort of like enjoying our, our walking on the beach like a nature show and, yeah and like, yeah. like <laughs> petting kangaroos and going for a swim and yeah. just having a nice time yeah. i think obama would hate that if yeah. he didn't he like would the shift like between that. two and three yeah. no yeah he would like notice this. yeah he'd oh, be like this some angry comments from obama mama for yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> um do you think, um, like, so you guys have been on The Simpsons now, which is awesome. Do you, and I guess that's a thing where... It's crazy that you said that, because it's, it's just a surreal thing for us. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. that's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it, from the outside looking in, it looks Speaking like... Speaking of their Australian, the Australian episodes, the mm. Simpsons Australian episodes, like, the best. Is it the best? Maybe it's one? the best to you guys, but to uh, us it's like just it? all the cliches. Uh, but that's sort of the that's, joke. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I think do. it's good, yeah. I remember being in. It's like it's like us going over to America and doing an episode where everyone's got ten gallon hats and shooting into the air and going. This is everyone. Come to our live show. (laughs) (laughs) We have a lot of Australian specific bits. Oh really? Yeah. The promotion for that episode here was insane. Where it was such a big deal. Like on Channel Ten, it was like Bart versus Australia in two weeks' time. Like they were counting down to it. I remember being at school and everyone was like, oh. I wonder how we, we, we're all going to be <laughs> yeah. Simpsons. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. You've got to recognize it, yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and then it was on, and it's our Prime Minister naked in a, in a in lake. A <laughs> yeah. Just going to school the next day and going, Sorry, oh, I, inter- I interrupted you. No, no, no. Well, we're talking about The Simpsons, just you guys being on there. It seems like um, for comedy, that's your version of being on the front of a box of Wheaties or whatever. Like, if you've really made it, you get to go into The Simpsons and do stuff. So, I mean, that must be a big deal. Apart from just being in The Simpsons, which is awesome. It's a great sort of piece of recognition, I guess. Did you guys feel that or...? I mean, my top three... LA moments where one was like the sim- going to a Simpsons table read and yeah. hearing all the actors do it and then yeah. number two was like being on the Simpsons again <laughs> yeah, yeah. and when they when our friend was the head writer he sent us the images of us being Simpsonized oh and, yeah yeah, yeah. 
That's pretty. That's and it's also the only thing that my mom is proud of of my whole body. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because everything's too crude for her. So this is the one thing that she gets sent to her neighbor and be like, "My son did it. He's yeah." What's oh. number three? Yeah. I have been sitting here trying to think of a funny number three, and I just couldn't, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't commit to one. At this, mo- uh, this you know? moment, meeting you guys. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Like, Quick, cool. what's your name again? What's that? What's <laughs> your names? Yeah. Chad and Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> I like that way better. I like that a lot more. Warwick. What's a very... It's like you just picked a very Australian name because that, we get that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Morwick. He does little, look like a Morwick. Little yeah. Morwick. Yeah. Little I know you guys are a bunch of Drogos, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, um, yeah, so Simpsons the Table Read. Um, um, you've got uh, just sitting there listening to all the voices and stuff like that. Uh, was there anyone else on your episode? Was it just you guys with the. Because you guys were like food critics and yeah. stuff like that. You're in Bourdain, right? Yeah. And there's a bunch of a couple chefs too, yeah, like Mario Batali and and you guys, Dufresne. you guys don't get to write your own lines or anything like that. Do you get to improv a bit, or well, is it so hard to, with animation? We got to improvise a little bit, and they allowed us to write this or work on the song that we did this Jay Z cover along with our composer Davin Wood. Yeah, so we got to kind of work on that and add lyrics and. That was pretty insane, too. Did they try and write any sort of new diarrhea jokes and you guys are like, <laughs> no, that was episode no. four, season three. No. Nothing like we that. We had, um, well, we, our movie came out in America a couple months ago, <clears throat> and we did this private screening at this man's home for his son. This is how things happen in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> like, what man? Wealthy, wealthy men can can summon you up and be like, will you show this for your son? He really? created, he created uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Phil Rosenthal. Phil Rosenthal. Yeah. Yeah. Who's right. like a gem of a man. That makes Great a lot guy. more sense He's than a really just a man yeah. and yeah. his son. Yeah. 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 So we come over for this private screening and it's literally all like 30, 15-year-olds. And right. You know, just like happy and nervous. And then we see Matt Groening there. Oh, wow. So we sat like, you sat next to him, right? Yeah. For, her, you know, this early screening, which was like terrifying, but... Oh, I looked over and he was doing belly laps. So also, yeah. did something right. Yeah. yeah, that's a great moment. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going back to how your mum said, uh, you know, it's hard to be proud of, given what you do and her sort of understanding. I think of she's it. proud, but what moms want to do is share. Yeah. They want to put it on Facebook. They yeah. want to give it, but there's, you know, they can't put a picture of your diarrhea on yeah. the fridge there's or a anything like that. Everything yeah. we do, which is not for mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think The Simpsons was very G-rated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I'm fascinated also by um, like your casting with like when you have children on the show. Like, is that a tough process to get them to come in and do what they do on your show? No, I mean, the, I think what people don't get is that the vibe. Whenever we're making stuff, the vibe is always really fun and relaxed and and you know, friendly and easy. And it's all about how we manipulate it later on. Yeah, yeah. It's all about right. the context. So yep. everyone's experience making stuff is always like a pleasant. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we, there was, you know, there's very rarely a case where we're putting kids in very compromising positions. (laughs) Yeah, in our movie, these kids do some gross stuff, and their mom, their parents all are in on it. Yeah. You know, we talk them through it, and we get, the hardest part is getting the giggles out. Right. These kids are cracking up. They can't believe how silly this is. Yeah, yeah. You know. Is it one of those LA things where the, 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 the parents are just, Again, just happy to have their kids on TV oh, yeah. or in yeah. movies. Total and stuff stage like. moms and dads. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very into it. Yeah. yeah. But so are the kids. I mean, they're like 
they're just they're happy to do it. So. Yeah, it's a sweet reference on uh, you know sweet addition to IMDb for those kids though. Kid that gets <laughs> yeah. vomited on yeah. episode two, right. whatever. Yeah, we had this one bit called Cinco I Jammer. I don't know if you guys have ever yeah. seen this, but the kids start. It's this box that produces this tone. They start screaming. <laughs> we directed the kids like, okay, now scream, get really intense, and these kids went off like, <laughs> to an amazing level that they were like, oh man, this is gonna be great. You really see the terror in these the eyes. Some of these guys are really talented. Well, stuff like that. Like, what do? You, how do you see uh, uh, your show fitting into like demos and stuff? Because like, I can appreciate it now. You see things, and it's like really weird. And you go, yeah. you know, sometimes it's really laugh out loud, and sometimes it's really weird, but it's really good. But I can remember watching shows as a kid and, and looking at that show and going, I don't know how I would cope with that show up to a certain age. Like, yeah. I still remember an episode of. Project UFO, where there's a UFO walk off a spaceship and and the mouth bit goes up and it's just like it's just a blown up normal person's mouth and right. but like five times bigger yeah. and I can still remember that. Right. I'm still thinking yeah. about it most days and I think if I watched one of your shows when I was six or seven, I think I would remember it thirty years later. <laughs> I think you're probably right. I think uh, we get a lot of people that parents who are like. My kids, are, like my little kids, are obsessed with your show. And yeah. we, we kind of like, you know, they, they say they, they edit certain things out or they'll not show them everything. But there's certain clips that are very, you know, appeal to like a very, you know, like in, infantile mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we'll see kids on YouTube sing doo-da-doo-doo, think about your dad. Yeah. They, you know, they don't really understand the deepness of like why you would think about your dad, but... Um, <laughs> like the, the song. The song. Yeah. You're creating a lot of repressed memories that yeah. are one day going to come out on a therapist's yeah. couch. Yeah. Oh, God. And there's also kids that are experiencing like this kind of comedy as their first kind of comedy. So yeah. it might just become like, well, that's just that's what comedy is. It's yeah. like a normal... They're going to see like stuff from your mate Phil Rosenthal. They're going to see yeah. everyone that loves Raymond and go, that's for babies. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. Like Comedy gets sort of more and more extreme as it goes along. Sure, and you yeah. sort of look at you guys' stuff and go, where do you go from here? Like, What's the next... What's it's the next? It's not going to be for me. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's just going to be horrifying. Yeah. Um, so you guys are in town. Uh, you're in Melbourne. We're recording this the day before the AFL Grand Final. Uh, yeah. There's the Grand Final parade going past. It's like a the theme Hawks park versus the Swans. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. It's like a theme park in this hotel. There's all like footballers around, and yeah. I just felt like your show, your first uh, Australian show, is tomorrow night after the Grand Final, which I find to be a very funny. Uh, kind of bit yeah. of scheduling. We're headlining tomorrow. Yeah, that's uh, how you can look at it. Like, you're they're a, opening yeah. up for us. Right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you guys should be halftime entertainment. Like, yeah, that's what know, I was going to yeah. say. Like Janet Jackson style, you know. The meatloaf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know that? the meatloaf the stuff. Meatloaf video. Oh, oh you know God. that? That I know. I know that. You would well. love that. Yeah. yeah. That video is one of the greatest things <laughs> ever. That, that looks like something from your show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you That's when he's really off. He can't hear the the monitors or something. Meatloaf would be. I imagine Meatloaf would be a bad person maybe to get on your show if you could get him on because I think you could get him on but then I don't think he would get it like he seems like he, he seems to ham, ham it up yeah. Yeah. burger it up we a little bit too yeah. much yeah. we yeah. know actors were like they're not they're gonna ham it up they're yeah. not gonna yeah. be serious yeah. if only you'd been here this time last year you could have seen him at the grand final and then quickly tried to get him to do a yeah. to just reprise the gig <laughs> just get by the rights to that clip yeah yeah, yeah yeah you'd be on the same floor as him in yeah. his hotel yeah. I think. just but then show he, that as a whole episode of yeah. show <laughs> <laughs> but then he came out afterwards and he, he was saying that he was going to do everything he could to stop any bands from ever coming yeah. to do the grand final again he said oh, if I hear any band doing sound? it 
Yeah, because he just had such a crappy time doing it. Hey, I sympathize, man. There's nothing worse than playing and not being able to hear the music or hear yourself or whatever. Was he at LAX trying to stop you guys from coming down? Yeah. He tried to shoot down the plane. Yeah. The sound in this bar is okay, isn't it? Like, this is fine. I can't hear myself. (laughs) (laughs) If we... uh, if you guys were to be doing the halftime entertainment at the grand final, what, what do you think you'd bring out? What would a Tim and Eric halftime show yeah. consist of? I'd probably just show the footage that I, that I shot of Tim at the scuba. <laughs> <laughs> Up on the big your, screens. Just like, there would be text, we love your reef, we love your reef. <laughs> Tim has some technology, but it does have the screen side effect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, loop back. Yeah, you, yeah great. T- terrible acoustics at the MCG, you can't hear yourself scream, so that would be really off-putting <laughs> yeah. for you guys. Or you could just bring in some new technology. It could be like the two-pack hologram, it could be like the new yeah. screaming oh, just Tim Heidegger hologram. <laughs> just yeah. floating around the yeah. middle of the field. Yeah, everyone gets a little, everyone gets a little right in front of them for, a, for three seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you guys have had uh, uh, like a history with Bob Odenkirk. He was like very helpful with with getting you guys your, your start yeah. and everything like that. Um, and now he's, I guess, like he helped you guys out. And now you've sort of helped him out by him being on the show and him getting a, a new legion of fans through your show. And now he's. I guess now he's probably bigger than he's ever been because of Breaking Bad and sure. stuff like that. Like, it's probably time for him to help you guys out again, maybe, and <laughs> get you guys on on Breaking Bad. Yeah, I or mean, just to thank us, you know, just a public thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for getting me in this part of Breaking Bad. Yeah, no. but, but like, yeah, guys like that, like people that like comedic actors that turned up on on serious stuff like that. Have you guys been like now approached by like you know, apart from people trying to get on your show, have people been trying to get you guys on their show? Because you guys haven't really made any sort of lame sort of appearances on, on other stuff, have you? Not too much. I mean, no. We get called in for stuff. We're not the best um, auditioners. Yeah, right. You know, so we uh, we usually blow those opportunities. Yeah. Is there any, anything I, left on the bucket list for you I guys? I did have an audition with Larry David. Which did you really? Which was my number three, but I didn't want to brag about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, he's doing a movie. Yeah. Curve, like a curved movie. Oh, really? Yeah, and the audition was this top secret thing. You show up. Not they, so top they secret. They give you the role yeah. there. Oh, right. Not audition itself wasn't top secret, but the role was. Right, right. No, no prep. And I got the the sheet of what I had to do, and I just walked into this room with Larry, sitting, just sitting right there, and we went for it. Yeah. I made him laugh twice, but... I don't think I got it. Do you know who did I get might the be in the new uh, Michael Richards movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> not as exciting. Right, right. Come Very back. low budget. Yeah. <laughs> and you're playing? Uh, I'm playing Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, now I, this might be slightly more serious, but I find this fascinating on, on your, Tim, on your IMDb page that you've had a, like a, Something bad happened to you in the in the past. Uh, uh, you, you were st- stabbed once, uh, twice. twice sorry, mate. One that. incidents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I like how they've said it on your IMDb page. That was it's like trivia. Trivia. Tim was stabbed <laughs> twice. Nice little, you know. It was, was a very trivial moment in my yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the answer to a you know if you're having. The, the party's being uh, dragged down a bit. You can just bust out some trivia and, you know, get some yeah. sweet Tim Heidecker trivia. Like, yeah. uh, how many times was he stabbed that time? <laughs> <laughs> Who's got two? Well, let's hope we're as successful in Australia where that becomes a question on a, on a quiz show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or under a bottle cap on a, yeah. on a VV. Um, we, have a lot of, <laughs> yeah. we have a lot of trivia yes. associated with beer here, so, yeah. I love that. Yeah. 
Um, I also, like speaking of IMDb, I looked up uh, on the page for your movie, on the trivia thing, there's a goofs section, and there's only <laughs> one thing on there, and it's someone talking about there's a bit where you flip a coin and it comes up the wrong way it's around. It's got to be Greg. Yeah. Which, of all the things... I, so you reckon it's a mate of yours? It's a well, I don't know, but I, we, we screened That's it. Insane. We screamed, screened it at, for friends really early on, like a really rough cut. So what is this? I haven't seen it. I so. think it's like a... like. Eric holds up a coin. Yeah. And it's got t- heads or tails. Do you have heads or tails here? We've Somewhere? heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and it's a continuity thing. One shot, it's, it's uh, heads, and the next shot, it's tails. Not intentional. Stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> and we, at our friend screening, our friend Greg was like, did you intend, was that part of the, was that a joke to switch those? Yeah. Too? We're like, no, I, no one noticed it. It's a pretty right. sweet joke. But, yeah. uh, so I'm wondering if he If he did it, yeah. Because yeah, I just loved it because I'm like, of all the things to nitpick. Well, it was almost, besides that, it was a perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> 99.9% accurate. I love the idea that that, that, that was a written joke, though. You know, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Hey, we will flip it, it'll be heads, and then the next thing it'll be yeah, tails. Yeah. This is going to kill. This yeah. is going to kill. Every detail. They're going to want to do this. We're going to have to reenact this. the Kubrick's of comedy. We're going to have to reenact this at the live show because people are going to want it. Do the coin thing. (laughs) This Greg, is that Greg Turkington? Yes. That's Ah, awesome. That is amazing. You guys guys know him well. He's got a strong history in Australia. Like, he used to live here for a long time. He was born here, I think. Was he? Yeah. His wife's from here, I know that. Because I'm actually a really big fan of his band, um, Faxed Head. Do you know Faxed Head? I don't know his music very well. Oh, really? I have a CD. You do? Yeah, I listened to it once. Oh, really? Thank you for the, <laughs> for the <music>. <laughs> <laughs> I really like yeah, it. Yeah, I was looking at it yesterday just going, I haven't heard any of it, but it sounds pretty concept heavy. I don't know it's how the music gr- would... But, like, how can you not like it? It's like, a, the concept is, Faxed Head is, what, six people, six mm-hmm. teenagers that live in Coalinga in California, and yeah. they all tried to kill themselves, <laughs> but all failed in different ways. <laughs> One of them fell headfirst into a bunch of tar, and so he's tar-pitted head. <laughs> One of them tried to hang himself and, and it stretched and his neck is now six feet long and his neck head and so on. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's, but it's white metal, so I guess you can't really hear the concept of what these <laughs> yeah. people look like and their afflictions on a CD. White metal as opposed to black metal? Yeah, I don't know what the difference is. Yeah. There are two different things. Is that a thing that you just made up? No, no, that's a thing. White really? metal. Mm. It's a Swedish thing, I believe. Mm. I don't know what it means, but... Um, you guys have a, obviously a, a very devoted uh, fan base. I was looking up some videos of your uh, your previous live shows and stuff, um, and you know you do a bunch of signings and stuff afterwards. Do you get like what's the? You must have had some just insane fan interactions. Has there been any where it's kind of crossed over into being a bit scary? We had one guy that wanted to hang out with us, and we we're like, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, He's like, this is. We were on our way to another show. That's yep. the thing. Sometimes you have to like leave right after the show. Yeah. And uh, this guy said, "Can we just? Can I just hang out with you?" I'm like, no, we have to go to this. I just want to hang out with you for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, no, we can't. Still, can't do it. I just want to hang out for ten minutes. Is that so hard? <laughs> yeah, but I, why would you want to hang out with somebody for ten minutes? I don't understand what that would get yeah. anybody. Yeah. Yeah, and he's nude and covered in blood. Yeah. Uh, was... No thanks. But for the most part, people that are into the show are really cool. You know, and we haven't had any kind of problems with any yeah creepy stalkers or anything. Yeah, yeah. No one that's of. no one that's actually like really hates it and tries to no, cause trouble really. or anything. Yeah, I noticed like a thing where when I was a kid, if I went to go see a band or a comic or something, 
I, I would think that wouldn't be even possible to hang around afterward. Like, I, yeah. would, I would just like, wow, that was a great show. I'm going to go home now. Yeah. I love that group or whatever. Yeah. But people seem a little more entitled to like, well, now let's get my picture. And if the picture wasn't, it was picture wasn't in focus. Let's get it again. Yeah, <laughs> there's, yeah right. there's like a little more of like you're mine, and I yeah. want to hold this on to part you. of this. This is part of the deal. Yeah, I never just, waited for a band or anything after a show. Yeah. I used to do it a lot when I was younger. Yeah, very, yeah, kind of sad. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, I helped out a, a comedian here who was doing a show during the comedy festival. He was signing posters and stuff afterwards, and I helped out, like just you know yeah. taking the money and stuff. And I loved it because there's like. People get so entitled. Like this guy comes up and goes, "Yeah, great show, mate. I'm coming back tomorrow night with my girlfriend. So if if just like once or twice during the show, if you uh. can just say happy birthday, Alana, <laughs> yeah. that'd be great, man." Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I I really don't during think I can the do show." That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy just didn't get it. He's like, "Man, it's not a big deal. Just yeah. just wish her just happy work birthday." Work it in somewhere. Yeah. What do you care? What are you still getting paid? Just say it. Oh my god. It's that weird entitlement that people get. That'd be good if you had that like. You know, when you guys said before that you, you put on a private screening to a guy and his kid, I sort of imagine, you know, maybe like an Arab dude, just, yeah. you know, getting you over to the, the Emirates and whatever. Yeah. You, you need to do something like that. You need some Arab fans that are going to yeah. fly you over for some weird billionaire party or something. That yeah. would be cool. I think that's when that's where exactly the point where you check your integrity. Yeah. <laughs> decide whether or not to do that mission. Is it what's on the bucket list left? Is there anything like... Uh, uh, like you, you've you've made The Simpsons and, you, and you've met Larry David and all this sort of stuff. Is there... Yeah, it's a little bit of a problem. We've kind of done everything we've set out to do. Really? So it's a little bit of a question of uh, now what? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's you know every time you do something like you think it's the, like you were always wished that you would ever be able to do, it's it's never exactly how you imagine it. Yeah. You know. So yeah. And you end up then you wake up the next day feeling the same. So yeah. You know, we just try to keep making stuff that we like to do what, in, in what shape I guess are you going to do things from now on because I assume that the, the, the TV show sort rounder of and rounder and rounder rounder yeah <laughs> so the TV show sort of finished I guess is it yes uh, so is it just movies from now on or is it something completely different between you or no we have we have a couple of shows for Adult Swim right which we're working on right now they're in development we're yeah. writing them right. sort of be somewhat of an extension of the Tim and Eric Awesome show right way. So tell us all about it because <laughs> we own you now. So. Well, we have one show called Tim and Eric's Bedtime Stories. Oh yeah, which we're starting to work on when we get back from this trip. Yeah, and we have a mini series idea called Tim and Eric Go to the Moon. Right, and it's a little you know you can imagine what happens when we get up there. <laughs> so so that crazy. Itself, so yeah. crazy adventures, just like the press lady thought. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just diary floating in space, um, vomit floating in space. We were all going to be doing basically the same thing, you know the. But the the show itself felt like it was getting you know you need to break out of some conventions yeah like, you know keep reinventing yourself yeah you guys yeah. were way too restricted in your TV show <laughs> way too much formula yeah. well you guys have uh, you, you've produced a bunch of ads in the past for like uh, uh, Absolute Vodka and, and stuff like that have you seen any have you encountered any product in Australia so far that you'd like to uh, that definitely if got a v, you? we actually shot a VB commercial in the ocean the other day yeah, yeah. that we're going to try to get up on the air soon yeah. Uh, involves me drowning after drinking, <laughs> drinking some of their beer, uh, which you know we'll see. Could just yeah. cause a lot of good attempt, bad attention. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. All right, so here we are. We're, and we're back. back. At, we're back. We're back in Podcast City. Man, I never know how much to tip the limo driver. Yeah, it's it's awkward, isn't it? Yeah. Did you tip him anything? 
I didn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't either. I thought you were going to get it. Yeah, no, well, I didn't. Well, this is awkward. Yeah. Should we go back down? No? Mm, probably not. Okay. I reckon this improvisation has run its course. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? That was fun. Did, was... We, did we... How did the end of that interview go? Because I remember it, us not really wrapping it up very well. So has this just unseamlessly blended from a, a weird end of the interview into this? Look, I'd say I'll, I'll do a bit of uh, studio trickery. I'll make okay. it sad. It won't, just, it won't just suddenly end and the sound quality <laughs> right. gets completely different. Um... <laughs> But yeah, that was us uh, in the Grand Hyatt uh, Hotel in there uh, in the in the uh, in the bar there. Yep, we got the we got the little bar to ourselves, which was kind of nice. We had a bar. We had a, we were in a big bar with a, a lot of wine bottles near us. So it mm. was very swanky, very mahogany. Yeah. Um, and you know, look, look to be honest, um, I think the people around them, I think. The people in the hotel may have thought that we were from somewhere we weren't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think you think that because they kept saying to us, yeah, you yeah. guys are from, you guys are from, insert prominent yeah. Australian yeah. radio station, <laughs> and we did nothing to correct that. Except for going, what? And they go, you know, and we go, yeah. <laughs> you know, your job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you were just requesting a radio station to be put on right now. No, no. It was a weird day, though, because we were going in on the uh, the day before the grand final. It was the, the grand final parade was going on outside the hotel. Yeah. I thought I wasn't going to make it there because it was happening on the very street and I got stuck on the other side. Yep. And I didn't know if I'd be able to make my way across. It was like a very advanced kind oh, of yeah, game yeah. of Frogger yeah, yeah, that yeah. I had to play in order to get over. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I thought, imagine this. Imagine if I missed any... And I just pictured it like... I'd be able to see through the window you talking to Tim and Eric yeah. and me just being stuck as like floats go past, yeah. just waving at you like, going. Like a crazy dream where all of a sudden you see me leaving with them, <laughs> like getting on a plane and going back to America with them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. And you know, we, then we got into the foyer at the Grand Hyatt and it was uh, a lot of, um, Bryn Edelston was there. Yeah. Well, I, I saw her and I was so, oh, she didn't have her minders around her. I was yeah. just thinking, I wanted to get a picture of me and her. And then put it on the Dum Dum Twitter going, <laughs> coming up Wednesday, yeah, Bryn Edelston, everyone. Dennis Cometti was around. Yeah. A lot of players. It was, a lot of VFL players, yeah. It was a bizarre vibe. But yeah. it was, uh, Lethal Lee Matthews. Yep, yep. yep. Do you know what that is? I've, I've heard some of those words yeah. before. <laughs> I've heard the word lethal. Is, yeah, it like, yeah, yeah. is he like lethal weapon? Yeah, it's like a word in a dictionary. Okay, yeah. good. That story checks yeah, out. I saw the word. I don't have a dictionary with me here, but I'll take yeah. your word for yeah. it. Um, it was fun, though. Like they were, they, I thought they were good. I thought yeah. in terms of uh, that's very much, I guess you could say that doing that sort of thing is kind of outside of the wheelhouse of what we do on this show yeah, a little bit. it was a bit more of a straight interview, wasn't it? So mm. people that are really into them, you would have enjoyed that, hopefully. Hopefully, And people yeah. that didn't know. Actually, people that didn't know about uh, those guys, let us know if you uh, still enjoyed it. Because mm. it's sort of a weird one, I guess, Yeah, isn't it? and I think they were funny. There was enough yeah. funny bits in there. I, I mean, I went into it very, uh, because I have seen them on other things where I think they have a bit of a propensity to uh, to fuck around with people. Right. That is their want. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, when Tim turned up, he pretended that he had no voice, which yeah, was, I thought, oh, here we good. go. This is part of the, yep. this is part of the ride. But, uh, oh, they were lovely. They were and lovely gentlemen. Tim turned up with a, with his minder. And then I did a little joke where I went oh, to the mind. I went, oh, you don't, you don't look anything like you do on TV. Yeah. And then he went, yep. And I went, oh, someone's either made that joke before or it's not a very good joke or both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we should stress um, if uh, they've still got a bunch of dates around the country when this comes out. We went to the show last night. It we was, did. It was good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you like the show. Yeah. It's a, it's a great vibe of all the fans and, you know, if uh, they... Uh, you know, it's a good show for playing up to the stuff you already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they do signings and stuff afterwards, and they're uh, it's it's, they're it's really not nice. unlike a you know a band concert where you turn up and if you like 
the songs already, you'll hear them again and or you'll hear stuff similar and you get really get into it. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. So definitely uh, go and check that tour out. Uh, their website, timanderic.com, has all the details. Uh, I want to also thank our uh, friend of the show, Sam Gray, for coming down and helping us record that with his little portable recorder. That was very nice of him. Uh, and, yeah, if this is your first time listening to the show, if you're just a, a Tim and Eric fan who's, uh, who's hunted us out and never listened, thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Maybe go back and uh, listen to some of our other ones now. If you like, maybe get in touch. Introduce yourself to us. Send us an email, little club at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. We're also on Twitter. Um, yeah, let us know. We love that. We love picking up new new mates of the show. For sure. And uh, I guess, is that anything? Is there anything left to say? Is that no, it? I think that's it. All right. Well, until next time, this is Chad and Morrick saying, <laughs> see you, mates. mates. That was nice.